Hey, Yak. Hope you're doing well. It's quarantine episode number 26. Now, I, I gave you some famous players who wore 26 before. I'm going to give you two today. One you might know, the other one you should know. First one, baseball player Wade Boggs. He had the most beautiful mustache in the 90s. I got the last see the last year of Wade Boggs' career as he was a starting third baseman for the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. He wore only he wore the number 12 that year though. He wore 26 the rest of his career. Man, he was good and that stash was beautiful. The other number 26 that you should know. The only man to return two touchdowns in the same Super Bowl for uh, interceptions, interceptions for touchdowns. Mr. Dwight Smith of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won MVP when we won our Super Bowl season. Dwight, if you're listening, I love you, man. We are in The Love of God. We're going through God's Love by R.C. Sproul. And today, we're going to try to break down a big philosophical topic. Now, if you're young, you're like, philosophy? Oh, that's scary. Um, R.C. has a phrase. He actually has a book. He has a book called Everyone's a Theologian. And it's true. Everyone is a theologian. You make claims about God, and in doing so, you are a theologian. Even an atheist does. If an atheist claims that God does not exist, he is a theologian because he's making a claim that God, like, lacks existence, right? And so we can also say that everyone's a philosopher because philosophy at its core makes claims about reality. And so when you make a claim about reality, you are doing philosophy. Now, the vast majority of people are really bad philosophers. And we all have blind spots in our philosophy. Our philosophy, our statements about reality aren't perfect. And you as teenagers are discovering reality. I'm still discovering reality as a 34-year-old, 33. I don't know anymore. I was born sometime. And so we're going to break down a philosophical claim in regards to the love of God. Now, we talked about God not being equated to love yesterday, but he is the source of of love yesterday. All love is a reflection of him, and he is the fountain of all true love. And today we're going to break down the idea of divine simplicity. Whoa. Simplicity. Now you see, there are two types of beings. There are what we call composite beings, which are made up of different parts, and simple beings. God being the only simple being. Well, what I mean, in contrast, let's talk the contrast first. It'll hopefully give you, shed some more light on what we mean by simple. We don't mean simple as an easy or, or in the opposite of difficult. We mean it in the sense of um, composition, right? You are made up of parts, a head, arms, legs, a heart. Um, in regards to us as whole beings, I would define us as soul-body composites, right? I think that's the... Christian definition of a human. And we know that because when we leave to go to heaven or the the intermediate heaven, when we die, we lack a body, but we still exist. But eventually we will be rejoined with our body in the new heavens and new earth. And so we are soul body composites. God, though, is not composed of anything. So when we talk about his attributes, God is not a buffet in which you go there and There's his love, there's his wrath, there's his all power, there's his 
uh, omnipotence. There's his all-knowing. There's his immutability. Um, that's not what we're talking about when we talk about God as a being. God just is those things. So it is not so much that God has attributes, but that he is his attributes. And his attributes aren't divided. They all interplay with each other. So when we talk about God being all-knowing, he is all-knowing while at the same time being all-powerful. When we talk about being God being all-powerful, he's all-powerful while at the same time of being timeless. Right? So all his attributes are not against each other, but they work in concord with each other, including love. So what that means is um, love is, a, is an all-knowing love. It's an all-powerful love. It is an eternal love. It is a holy love and so forth. So when you think about the love of God, you have to think of it not as something that is divided in itself, that it's often a corner, that's just part of who God is. No, it is at its core all of who God is. And that includes his wrath. That includes God being what is described in the Old Testament as a jealous God who desires his people. And when we choose to take God as a smorgasbord, right, and we pick and choose the parts of God that we like and the parts of God that we dislike, we make God something that he is not. And that's why this is so important to know. You will meet people along the way, and maybe you are one of these people that say, you know, I believe in the God of Jesus. I don't believe in the God of the Old Testament. And that works if your God is a composite God, right? But when your God is a simple God, divine simplicity, he is all of those things at the same time. He's the same God of love in the New Testament as he is the same God of love in the Old Testament. And he's the same God of wrath in the Old Testament that he is in the New Testament. Just an aside, when people say, I don't like the idea of hell, I want to believe in the afterlife of Jesus. Jesus talked about hell more than anyone else. You believe in Jesus, you got to deal with hell. But when we talk about the love of God, broaden your scope. The love of God not only enjoys, but is part of all his other attributes. And when we fail to do that, we create an idol. We create a God in our image. We create a God that we try to reconcile with in which we don't have to change and that's the danger when you do bad philosophy and bad theology. Hence why we wanted to touch on this today, especially in light of what does it mean for the love of God to be the uh, love to be the source. God is the source of all love. And his love is the source of all things. When you see the divine simplicity, it's beautiful and makes God so much bigger and it makes this love so much bigger. So sit in that today as you're quarantined. Miss you guys. Hope you're well. Peace.